Welcome back to the Schoolyard Sports Lane Frank podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. In today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about the NFL as it was an action-packed week, the NBA Conference Finals between the Lakers Nuggets and Heat Celtics, and so much more as it was a crazy week in sports. So stay tuned and let's get to it. Now, let's start off with our weekly headlines as the topic of the whole entire NFL week was injuries, injuries, injuries. Saquon Barkley tore his ACL. Nick Bosa tore his ACL. Christian McCaffrey is off for the next two months. Drew Locke got hurt in the middle of the game. Jimmy Garoppolo has a high ankle sprain, and there were so many more injuries this week. It was absolutely crazy. I did not expect that many injuries. Did you? That was absolutely crazy. But it wasn't all bad in the NFL this week. The Cowboys, they had a horrible first quarter, many turnovers, a lot of fumbles, a lot of fake punts that didn't uh, work to perfection. But they were down by 15 with four minutes left, and they somehow pulled it off and beat the Falcons. It's a Falcons thing where they choke. Obviously, uh, the 2017 Super Bowl being up 28-3. to The 2018 Divisional Playoffs against the Eagles, they pretty much choked that one too. And now this, it was absolutely crazy. Congratulations to the Cowboys. You probably would have been the laughingstock of the NFL if you lost that game. But the Cowboys had a massive comeback, and hopefully they can build on that for next week. Now let's move over to the NBA as the conference finals are absolutely amazing. Anthony Davis hit a buzzer beater a few games ago, and the Heat uh, Celtic series is also starting to heat up a bit. The Heat took a 2-0 lead. Now it's getting a little bit closer. We'll have to wait and see, but that was it for the NBA right now. Now MLB, as the Yankees have officially clinched the playoffs, and most of their starting lineup is back. That means Aaron Judge is back. Giancarlo Stanton is back. They can maybe uh, potentially make a playoff push. And the Chicago White Sox might be the number one seed this season in the AL. They're currently number two. They could make a push for number one. They have clinched the playoffs. That's absolutely crazy to hear. The White Sox were a bit of a rebuilding team. Now they're in the playoffs and could be the number one team in the AL. But I do think the Yankees could probably make the World Series now that every guy is back. I think they could definitely make a good playoff run. We'll just have to wait and see. But that's pretty much it for the weekly headlines. Now let's move over to school year at Sports Game Day. The thing we did last week where we did most of the NFL games for this week. Last week we had a 6-5 and five record, not the greatest, but let's try and improve that this week and let's get right into it. First game, we have Jaguars-Dolphins. The Dolphins are still starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. They had a tough loss to the Bills last week, but the Jaguars, I think they do get the job done. James Robinson has been a surprise player for them this year. They're running back after they traded Larry Fournette. It didn't seem like they had many pieces at running back, but James Robinson is going to be a key piece for them. They had a heartbreaking loss to the Titans last week off a game-winning field goal by Steven Gutkowski, but I do think the Jaguars will come away in this one, and I have them beating the Dolphins in this one. Next, we have Bears-Falcons. The Bears, having a crucial win over the Giants last week, came down to the wire. Falcons obviously blowing a huge lead against the Cowboys. I don't know how they did that. Maybe we'll talk about that later. But I have the Falcons holding on this one. The Bears' offense went a little cold in the last game against the Giants. The Falcons' offense is on fire, but I think their defense needs to hold them over a bit. I don't know what they were doing on that onside kick. I don't think they knew that they could pick up the ball. But I do have the Falcons winning this one over the Bears because their Bears' offense is a bit shaky to me right now. And let's move over to the next game. Rams-Bills. I predicted the Rams to lose to the Eagles last week because they were making a trip out to the East Coast. Now they're on the East Coast against the Bills. I think Josh Allen, he's still a little bit shaky to me. I think uh, he'll have a great season also. But I think the Rams, Jared Goff and Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, they all had great games last week. I think the Rams will get the job done in this one. Next, we have Washington football team versus the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns proved the whole world wrong 
on uh, Thursday Night Football. They beat the Bengals after Joe Burrow had a great game, but Baker Mayfield had an even better game. Nick Chubb had an amazing game. I think if they can keep that same energy, I think the Browns will win this game, so I'll have them winning this game. Next, we have Titans-Vikings. The Vikings have an 0-2 record. Kirk Covens have been absolutely awful. The Titans with Ryan Tannehill, they've been pretty good this year. They beat the Jaguars last week, but I do have the Vikings winning this one. It's at home. It's going to be really close, I think, but I have the Vikings winning this one, getting their first one of the season. Let's move over to the next one, 49ers-Giants. 49ers, but close. They're staying in New York because they played the Jets last week at MetLife Stadium. This week, they'll be playing the Giants at MetLife Stadium. The whole entire 49ers team pretty much seems like has been out is out this week. I mean, Jamie Garoppolo might be out. Raheem Mostert, Nick Bosa towards ACL. George Kittle's out last week. He might still be out this week. The whole entire team seems like it's hurt. But I think the Giants, with Saquon Barkley going down, I don't think they have enough strength to beat the 49ers in this one. I had the 49ers, but pretty close in this one. Next, we have Texans-Steelers. The Steelers, they got a win last week against the Broncos. But, I mean, they didn't blow them out. It was, Drew Locke didn't even play. It was Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll is the quarterback for the Broncos. I think I expect the Steelers to win by a lot, definitely more than what they did. I think uh, they should have beat them by 25, something like that. But I still do have the Texans winning this one over the Steelers. I think the Texans get their first win of the season. They had a rough game last week against the Ravens. They had a rough game the week before against the Chiefs. They've played the two best teams in the NFL back-to-back weeks. I think that's definitely a reason why they're 0-2. But Deshaun Watson and Brandon Cooks, I think they'll get something going together. And I think they will beat the Steelers in this one. The Steelers are a bit shaky still to me. Next, we have Panthers-Chargers. If they start Justin Herbert, the Chargers, I think they'll win by a lot. If they don't and they start Tyra Taylor, I think they'll win by uh, not as much, maybe a little bit. But I still have them winning this one. I think the Panthers are a bit of a rebuilding team. Matt Rule in his first season as an NFL coach, making that leap from college to the NFL this year. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater had a pretty good game last week, but I do have the Chargers winning this one. And if Justin Herbert starts, I think they will win by a lot. But if they uh, he doesn't, I think they can still get the job done. But I hope they start Justin Herbert. Next one, we have Buccaneers-Broncos. This is a tough one for the Buccaneers. I wouldn't overlook this one. But if Drew like might play, he might not play. I think the Buccaneers do get this one done, but kind of close. And the second to last one, Cowboys-Seahawks. This is a really good game. I think the Cowboys, they're going to hang with them in the first half. I think the third quarter, the Seahawks will start to pull away a little bit. And I think in the fourth quarter, it will be a complete explosion. The Cowboys will have the Seahawks winning by 16 in this one. Packers-Saints. This is also going to be a close one. I have a tie in this one. The Saints, they had a really bad game on Monday and Monday Night Football against the Raiders. The Packers are off to a 2-0 start, but they had a really bad start to the game against the Lions, losing by uh, a lot. So I think it's going to be a tie, this one. I know a lot of people don't expect that, but I think they're pretty equivalent teams. I think it will be a close game, but I think it will be a tie. Chiefs-Ravens, uh, this is might be the game of the year, I think. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it, it's pretty much uh, giving me uh, flashbacks to the Chiefs-Rams uh, game a couple years ago on Monday Night Football. That was one of the craziest games ever. They both had 50 points. I think the Chiefs, they're going to have a great game. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a big factor in this game. But I think the Ravens' defense, they're, pretty, they're really good. But I think in the third, fourth quarter, they're going to start to slip a little bit. So I do have the Chiefs winning this one by seven. That's about it for School at Sports Game Day. Now let's move over to our top five. Today's top five is top five teams for college football this season. Let's get right into it. At number five, I have Texas pretty unexpected. I think Texas will have an amazing season this year. I think Sam Ellinger will definitely be a candidate for the Heisman. Right now I have Texas at number five. Number four, Oklahoma, Texas' rival. Another Big 12 team. 
I think Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, what they showed against Missouri State, it was just Missouri State, but they did absolutely amazing. I think Spencer Rattler will have a great season. He could also be a Heisman candidate, but they're the number four best team in college football, in my opinion. Number three, I have Alabama. I think Alabama, they won't uh, regain their uh, claim as the best team in college football, the king of college football. I don't think they will, but I do think they'll have a better season than last season. They'll have a pretty good season. I do have them making the playoff, I think. So I have Alabama at number three. At number two, we have Clemson. Clemson, the runner-ups from last season, beating Ohio State in the semifinal, losing to LSU in the national championship. Trevor Lawrence, I don't think he'll be a Heisman candidate. I do think he'll be the number one pick. And I think Clemson and Trevor Lawrence, I think he can lead them to the playoffs. At number one, we have Ohio State. Ohio State is the overall best team in college football. That doesn't mean they'll be number one in the playoff seed. Doesn't mean they'll make the national championship. I think the Big Ten starting late definitely gave, um, knocked them off your feet a little bit. Sean Wade said he would back in. Samuel Wyatt Davis, so that's good for them. But Ohio State is the best overall team, in my opinion. I think if they uh, maybe played, uh, got the number one seed in the playoff last year and beat Oklahoma, national championship would have been Ohio State versus LSU. I think it would have been close, but uh, I think LSU probably still would have won the national championship. But Ohio State is the number one overall team in college football for me. Justin Fields, that's an absolutely overpowered team. Who do you think is your number one team in college football? Leave that in the comment section. This is my top five teams for the college football season this year. Today's Did You Know is, did you know that college football players had to study at halftime uh, until 1925? The rule was obviously thrown away in 1925. But that was absolutely crazy that they had to study at halftime. They, obviously, they couldn't go over game plans for the second half, and they had to study at halftime, and they obviously wouldn't want to do that in the middle of a game. Glad that rule was thrown away. Probably players are too. Did you know that? If you did, leave that in the comment section. No story this or that segment. Today's this or that is, if I had to start an NBA franchise today and I have a choice of two players, which one would I choose? Let's get right into it. The first one is Zion or Luka. If I had to start an NBA franchise today, I would choose Luka Doncic over Zion Williamson. Here's why. Luka Doncic has proved himself in the league. I'm not saying Zion Williamson hasn't, but he's just a rookie. Luka Doncic is going to be an MVP candidate. He was an MVP candidate this year. He had an amazing season, so I think that I would rather start a franchise with him. Zion Williamson with injury concerns. I mean, uh, I think Luka Doncic can be a leader. He's a shooting guard. Uh, he'll score you a lot of points. He can get you assists. You can play point guard if you want him to. So I, I would choose Luka Doncic over Zion Williamson if I had to start an NBA franchise today. Next one, we have Jason Tatum and Giannis Antetokounmpo. This is a really hard one, but I'm going to choose Jason Tatum. Here's why. Jason Tatum has taken his team to the Eastern Conference Finals for the third straight time. I think Jay and Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, he's taking his team to the Eastern Conference Finals once. And they, uh, they didn't even come close to winning it, really. So Jason Tatum, he got to a Game 7 against the Cavs. They could win it this year and go to the Finals. Jason Tatum led his team to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. So I'd rather choose Jason Tatum over Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo, you know, he might want to leave in free agency. Depends where your team is. I'd rather choose Jason Tatum. He's a leader, and I think he's the future of the NBA. Now for the last one this week on this or that, if I was the NBA GM and I had to start a franchise right now and I had to choose between Devin Booker or Donovan Mitchell, I would choose Devin Booker, and here's why. He's an elite scorer. I think he's a better scorer than Donovan Mitchell. He's the future of the NBA pretty much. Donovan Mitchell has had pieces around him. We haven't really seen him without Rudy Gobert, without other players. He's been in the playoffs every single year. He's been in the NBA, but I do pick Devin Booker in this one. He's been a leader for the Suns. I think he's the future of the NBA, as I said earlier. I think Devin Booker will be a star in the NBA. I think he, he's an amazing shooter, and I would rather pick him if I had started an NBA franchise today over Dolph Mitchell. And that's about it for this or that today. 
Leave your thoughts on that in the comment section, and you can do the same players as me. Leave the ones you would have done. It was a crazy week two of the NFL season. Let's and, and so many things happen. Let's choose our biggest winner and biggest loser of the week. Let's start with our biggest winner. I have the Cowboys. It's a bit unexpected, but I think if they lost that game, they would have been the laughing stock of the NFL, as if they're not already. I think that everyone would have been against them pretty much. They would have started off with an 0-2 record to the season. That would have been horrible for them. So I think the Cowboys are the biggest winner of the week getting a comeback win against the Falcons. Next, for the biggest loser of the week, I have fantasy football owners as the number one pick in your fantasy football league, number two pick probably, Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley is out for the rest of the season. Christian McCaffrey is out for the next two months pretty much. And a bunch of other players got hurt too. We probably picking their first round. Devontae Adams, Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. A bunch of players got hurt. So if you were a fantasy football owner, you were definitely a loser this week as most star players got hurt. Continuing with fantasy football, these are the players you can pick up. If you if you had Saquon Barkley or you had Christian McCaffrey, you had someone who get hurt, let's get right into it. If you had Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey on your team, these are some running backs you could pick up. You could pick up Deion Lewis or Wayne Gullman, two other running backs in the Giants. One of them is going to be the starter. You could even pick up Devontae Freeman. There's rumors that the Giants might sign him. They'll, he'll definitely be the starter if they sign him. But another running back you could definitely sign, but he might already be taken in your league, James Robinson. He's had an amazing start to the season for the Jaguars. He had 17 points in fantasy football last week. He had an even better week the week before. So I think James Robinson is definitely a guy you need on your team as he is the starting running back for the Jaguars since Leonard Fournette was traded. And maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, if you had him as your quarterback, you could pick up a guy like Derek Carr. He might still be a free agent. And you're like, he had a really good game on Madonna football. If you had him, you could pick him up. And that's pretty much it. Those are the players you could pick up on your team. Let's move over to a new segment now called Around the Bases. And it'll be pretty much about everything we need to know in the MLB, all the news, everything going on, scores, updates, everything. So let's get right into it. The White Sox have officially clinched the playoffs. Same with the San Diego Padres. They're both having amazing seasons, and they've, uh, they've clinched the playoffs for pretty much the first time. I think the, it was the Padres' first time in over five years. White Sox, uh, first time in over three years, I think. But that wasn't just it for the MLB. Justin Verlander announced he will have to have Tommy John surgery. He was hurt a little bit earlier in the season. Now he's announced he will have to have Tommy John surgery. Jacob deGrom is also having another stellar season, and he could get his third straight Cy Young in a row. That would be a record. That would be absolutely crazy. He got three straight Cy Youngs. And some other news, the Philadelphia Phillies, Bryce Harper was out of the lineup a few nights ago. That was pretty crucial for them as they're trying to make a playoff push. But their uh, division rival, Atlanta Braves, are already in the, in, the, in the playoffs. They're having an amazing, amazing season this year. They're hitting stellar. Their defensive play is stellar. And the New York Yankees, another thing, their whole entire lineup is back now. Aaron Judge is back. Giancarlo Stan is back. A bunch of other guys are back. That's absolutely crazy for them. That, I think that was piece. Uh, most of those players were out. Aaron Judge was out for a little bit. Giancarlo Stan was definitely out for a little bit. That was one reason why they had a pretty um, bad midseason and they didn't have a great season the past like uh, 10 games, I'd say. But the Yankees, I think they will pick it up in the playoffs. I think they can definitely have a run at the World Series. But one dark horse of the playoff World Series for me is the Padres. Not really. I mean, they're kind of dark horse. But same with the White Sox. I think they can definitely make a run at the um, World Series. The Twins also. The Twins, I think a lot of people are overlooking the Twins this year. But those are pretty much everything you need to know for the MLB this week. And that's it for Around the Bases. Now let's do our NFL division predictions for the 2020 NFL season and who will make the playoffs and who won't. 
The NFC East, the worst division in the NFL in my opinion. I do have the Cowboys winning this division over the Washington football team, not over the Eagles, not over the Giants, over the Washington football team. Next division, we have NFC West. I think this is one of the best divisions in the NFL. I mean, every team in that division is good. The Rams are great. The uh, Cardinals are really good. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. Seahawks are looking like one of the best teams in the NFL. The 49ers, the runner-up from last season, they're also having a great season. So that is the best division in the NFL. But I do have to pick a winner. I have the Seahawks winning this division over the Rams. I originally had it over the Cardinals, but I think the Rams, what they showed this week to me against the Eagles, I think they're going to have a great season. The 49ers, most of their guys are going down now. Most of their team is hurt. I think that would definitely affect them. So I have the Seahawks winning this division over the Rams. Next, we have NFC South, another great division with the Buccaneers and the Saints. But I have the Saints winning the division over the Bucs. Even though the Saints lost Monday Night Football against the Raiders, I still do think that they will win this division over the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers will have a really good season. I think they can go 12-4, and four, something like that. But I think the Saints are going to have a really good season. I think they're going to start to pick it up. Michael Thomas will come back. I think they're going to have a really good season. I think they're going to pick it up around week four. The last division, the NFC, NFC North. I think the Packers are just going to run away with this one. They're the one of the best teams in the NFL. The Vikings, I don't think they can compete with them. The Lions, I don't think so. The Bears, maybe, but I think the Packers are one of the best teams in the NFL. I think they're going to run away with this division. Next, in the AFC, we have the AFC East. This is after uh, Tom Brady left. I mean, this division's up for grabs. I have the Bills winning this division. They do scare me a bit, the Bills. But I was thinking of going with the Patriots, but the Bills, I think they're going to pick it up. I think Josh Allen, I think he's going to do really well. He's had, He had a great week last week against the Dolphins. They're still a little bit shaky to me, but I do think they will win this division over the Patriots. The Patriots have showed me so far also amazing. I mean, it was a close game against the Seahawks on Sunday Night Football. They lost on the one-yard line, one second left. But I have the Bills winning this division, and this is another really great division in the NFL. Next division, we have the AFC West. I have the Chiefs running away with this division. I think they're going to beat them over the Chargers. I think the Chargers, I think they're going to start Justin Herbert by week four or week five. I think that would definitely help them. But I have the Chiefs running away with this division. Next division, we have the AFC South, one of the worst divisions in the NFL. But I have the Titans winning this division over the Texans. The Titans are going to win this division. They're a really good team. Jaguars think they're going to surprise some people this year. I think the Texans will start to pick it up later this year. But that's pretty much it for the AFC South. AFC North, the last division of the day. I have the Ravens over the Steelers. Not over the Browns, not over the Bengals, but over the Steelers. The Steelers, I think um, they're also going to pick some things up by in the midseason. They had a pretty shaky game last week. I think they should have blown out the Broncos. They didn't. The Ravens are one of the best teams in the NFL. I think they're also going to run away with this division. But that's pretty much it for my NFL division predictions. Leave your NFL division predictions in the comments. Now, just how we did Squared Sports Game Day for the NFL, we're going to do the same thing, but for college football. So let's get right into Squared Sports College Game Day. The first game, Kansas State-Oklahoma. Kansas State upset Oklahoma last year. I don't think that will happen this year. Kansas State, they don't have as great a team they did last year. They lost to um, Arkansas State in their first game of the season. I think Oklahoma will run away with this one with Spencer Rattler at quarterback. I think it's going to be Oklahoma in a blowout. Next game, we have Florida Ole Miss. This is the first game for a Florida season, same with Ole Miss as the SEC is opening up this week. Ole Miss is going to keep it really close, I think. A lot of people are overestimating Florida. A lot of people are underrating Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to uh, keep it really close until the fourth quarter. Ole Miss is going to start to lose Florida a little bit. I think Florida is going to pull away a little bit. So I have Florida winning this game by nine. 
the next game we have Kentucky Auburn. This is a ranked matchup. This is going to be a really good game, but I do have Auburn in this one by 14. And another one, Louisville Pittsburgh. Louisville obviously losing to Miami last week. Pittsburgh obviously beating Syracuse last week. They're ranked number 21, they people. I think Pittsburgh is going to win this one over Louisville. I think Louisville, they haven't shown that much to me. Pittsburgh, they proved me wrong last week. I picked Syracuse to beat Pitt last week. I don't think that'll happen. I don't think Pitt will lose this week. I think they will defeat Louisville this week. Next game, we have um, Iowa State versus TCU. TCU has had to cancel most of their games. This should be their third game of the, um, of the season. Meanwhile, it's their first game of the season. Max Dugan, he was clear to play. Their quarterback, I think he will play. But Iowa State, they obviously lost their opener against uh, Louisiana, Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy could be a future NFL quarterback. But I do have Iowa State winning this one over TCU. TCU shows some signs to me, but they could be a little bit uh, not a great team from what I've seen last year. And this game might even get canceled. Their past two games have been canceled. But I do have Iowa State winning this game. And for the last game, we have Texas, Texas Tech. This is going to be a, uh, I mean, it's kind of crazy. This game's um, on so early in the season. It's really never this early in the season. But I have Texas winning t- uh, over Texas Tech. Texas Tech inaugurates a uh, team this year. And Texas is going to run away with this uh, game. And Texas is one of the best teams in college football this year. That's about it for college football game day school year at sports. I hope my predictions were correct. They were. I went one and two last week. Not a great thing. We'll check back next week and see how I did. And we'll make some more predictions next week. Leave your predictions in the comment section. Let's move over to our what lane would I take segment now. Today's choice is, if I was a Big Ten player, would I opt out to go to the NFL or would I stay in college and get one more chance at a national championship? It would depend on my stock. If I was a projected first round pick, it would be a tough choice. I'd probably stay. If I was projected number one overall pick, I would definitely go to the NFL right away. We've seen some players do that. Jalen Mayfield, he opted, uh, Michigan offensive lineman, he opted back in after saying he opted out. Same with Sean Wade, same with Wyatt Davis. Nico Collins said he will not opt back in. Some other players have said they won't opt back in. But this is a really tough choice. I would probably opt back in, not opt out to go to the NFL. I would want to get one last ride to get a national championship. What would you choose if you were in this position? But I, I would choose to stay in college for one more year for an eight-game season instead of going to the NFL. Would you choose to go to the NFL or would you choose to stay one more season in college football? Leave that in the comment section. But that's about it for what lane would I take today. Now let's move over to a really hot topic in the NBA. Did LeBron James get robbed of MVP? 100,000%. I think he got robbed of MVP. I think he should have won MVP over Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think he, the way he ended his season before the hiatus, and the way Giannis Antetokounmpo ended the season before the hiatus wasn't as uh, great as LeBron James was. One of the last games before the hiatus was Lakers versus Bucks. LeBron James absolutely put on a show that game and they beat the Bucks in that game. I think that gave him the MVP in my opinion. But I think this definitely fuels LeBron maybe to win that uh, finals as the Bucs already eliminated. He eliminated them. I think he, LeBron James, that's going to drive him. He's going to use that. He's going to try for everything. So I think the, uh, LeBron James uh, definitely got robbed of MVP this season. He believes that too. Do you believe LeBron James got in, robbed of MVP? And if so, and if not, do you think Giannis Antetokounmpo or someone else should have won MVP? But I think LeBron James 100% got robbed of MVP this season. Today's question is, do you think Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame? This is a really tough one, obviously having the most career home runs over any player, uh, but obviously he used steroids during his career. Do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? I think he does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame with all the records he has. Obviously he cheated to get them, but I do still think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. 
to you. Leave that in the comment section. And that's pretty much it for today on Schoolyard Sports. Lane Frank, follow all social medias. Follow Schoolyard Sports Instagram. Follow Schoolyard Sports Twitter. Subscribe, rate, and review.